All right, welcome back to Hoagie's Garage, folks, for another podcast, Talking Dirt, here with Tobin Bud. Um, got another PA driver on, a younger gentleman, Chase Dietz is his name. You bet. Done a little, done a little creeping on him today on, on Facebook and whatnot, learned a little bit. Kind of looking forward to it, should be a good show. You're going to be stuck with me for most of it, because Bud's voice is going away. He's been hollering at the kids too much at school or something, so... You ain't going to get a lot out of him, so you're going to have to just wing it and go with me. Yeah, my voice is is not the best. So, But from what I hear, you're, you have a way better voice than I do anyhow. So. I don't know about that. I just talk more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so anyways, we'll be back in a little bit with Chase Dietz, and we'll see how it goes. like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything they are known for their wraps they wrap golf carts uh snowmobiles um trailers sprint cars hobby stocks it doesn't matter uh side by sides they wrap it uh they also do coolers and they will also do clothing you can have t-shirts made there um you name it these guys can do it I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. <clears throat> and uh, go, go ahead. <laughs> Me and you can't talk, bud. Your voice is going away. But anyways, we're back with Chase Dietz here. Um, just give us a little bit about yourself, um, family, so on like that. Uh, well, my name's Chase. Uh, I've been racing for, I don't know, since I was about seven, turning eight years old. Um, I'll be uh, 25 here in May this year. Um, I got a... Uh, Got a fiance, got two dogs, got a house. Uh, we live in um, York, Pennsylvania. Um, or I, I compete with, uh, I guess you could say, the PA Posse boys, and uh, we're we're racing about every weekend uh, with the 410 Spring Car. So um, I started out racing in in go karts um, at, the, like I said, about the age of seven or eight, and uh, I think. When I turned 12, um, I had actually gotten into a 600 micro sprint, um, just racing around the same area. I've always been in Pennsylvania. Um, and I ran, I ran a micro sprint for about three years. And then in 2015, I had, uh, was 15 years old and I got in my uh, first sprint car. And at that time we were actually running, uh, Running our own family deal, basically. Um, everything was out of actually my uh, my grandpa's um, garage, and we. Uh, I, I was actually pretty fortunate. Uh, my family wasn't necessarily capable of putting together our, our own sprint car and you know funding that every week. So, um, just kind of like everything, it's nice to know the right people. Uh, and we, we were lucky enough to do, to have that, uh, actually got teamed up with Steve Siegel, um, who's very well known in the area. Um, and he raced for a number of years back in the day. It was a very good racer himself, but, um, he actually supplied a, a roller, 
Uh, it's basically a, a whole car without the engine in it. Um, and then we also, from a, from a previous car owner that my dad had raced for um, back in his time, he, uh, he had talked to him and we had actually worked a deal out that we had, um, we had gotten an engine from this guy and, um, his name was Roger McKeon and my dad had raced for him back when, um, back when ARDC had, was pretty big with the midgets and stuff in the area. Uh, so it kind of worked out, uh, just how everything got started and, and we were able to basically just kind of pay for the expenses, um, from there on out. And I think the first year I ran, um, in 2013, we ended up picking up a win. It was, this was in a 358 division, um, here in central PA. We ended up picking up a win at Lincoln Speedway, uh, I think in like my fifth or sixth race we had run. And then in that same year, I actually won, uh, won an event at Williams Grove. Um, that's a good way to get things going. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, and the funny part was that we never, we were always just once a weekend. That's all we raced. Uh, we, we could have raced Friday and Saturday at the time. We could have raced Williams Grove every week as well. Um, but we, like I said, we didn't have the, the funding to do that. So um, we actually hit Williams Grove, I think, like two or three times right at the end of the season. And I think that that last time we went, we ended up picking up the win. So uh, it was uh, <laughs> definitely a really good first season for us. And, you know, we didn't really tear much stuff up. And, you know, it really worked out. And, you know, we kind of build on from there. Um, and then in 2014, pretty much did the same thing. Uh, we, we actually picked up three wins in total at um, Lincoln Speedway with our own car. And then at the same time, I had, I had jumped in uh, two other cars throughout that season in the same division, the 358s. Uh, I got a win at Trailways Speedway in my first uh, first time there in a sprint car and then also uh in a different car i got a win at the very end of that season um racing for roger mckeon who had actually supplied a motor for us he had his own car and everything at the time um and i actually jumped in his car for that last race of the year we picked up the win at um at baps motor speedway it used to be susquehanna so we uh, had a big year that 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 last season and that kind of kind of set me up for uh where i'm at at this point, um, with the four tens. So obviously it sounds like racing's in the family a little bit, but when you got started in the go-kart, was that something you were hounding dad to do or was dad wanting you to do it or anything or? Well, you know, my, uh, my dad at the time, now my dad, he had raced midgets. Well, actually as I say this, my, on my dad's side of the family, both sides of my family have been involved in racing on my dad's side they actually started drag racing and my dad was the first one in the family to actually start, um, racing on dirt. And he had jumped on, uh, he had just gotten into a go-kart, I think the age of 16. Um, and then I think at 18, they had put a 410 sprint car together and, um, he had run sprint cars from then on, um, you know, just racing wherever they could and whenever they could. And, you know, back at that time they were building their own stuff. Um, you know, it wasn't what we have nowadays where you just kind of buy and put it together. But, uh, you know, they put in all the work and, and, you know, did what they could do. And, you know, my dad was able to travel around. Um, yeah, I know he, he ran a lot in Ohio. Um, and actually, uh, 
that was more, I think, with the mini sprint. Like, he was kind of in and out of all kinds of different stuff. Um, but they had their own sprint car for a period of time. And then he uh, he raced some, some midgets with the ARDC in this area. And then um, he had actually he had, he had been to the Four Crown Nationals um, and ran the midget out there and, and done some other stuff, some mini sprint racing. Um, that was big uh, at that time. And he would go to Ohio every week for for a period of time there, and come back. I think the the next night and run here in, in, in PA. I think about Path Valley Speedway and some other places. So, um, you know, he was heavily involved in racing at the time when I started. He was just kind of messing around with the micro sprint again, and uh, and at that time when I was just kind of getting rolling, I had had a quarter midget thing that my family had got me. I just kind of rode around the parking lot um at places and um you know i had said i wanted to start racing you know kind of i guess showed uh a little more of that itch and um <laughs> they decided to get a we decided to get a go-kart and that was kind of where it all started at so um you know it was just uh just cool to i guess kind of look back and, and see how it's progressed um and, and you know the process of kind of getting where i'm at now well anytime you get at whatever age you get behind something that's designed for racing, it gives you that itch. It gives that desire to want to do it some more. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So now I was, you know, Bud lines this all up, and I, I've seen the name, you know, your name. When we watch the races out there, you know, that's the great thing with dirt vision and flow and everything. We get to watch, you know, we knew about the tracks out there, but you never got to watch them until the last few years. But yep. Anyways, I was creeping on you, whatever you want to say today, to learn a few things. And I was watching one of your vlogs or blogs or whatever, and you were talking about the results from last weekend. Yeah. And then you were saying you switched motors from Friday to Saturday. Did you switch yes. classes, or did your motor go bad? Or No, so um, basically what we were doing, like really Lincoln Speedway is one of the smaller tracks in our area. Um Lincoln is a three-eighths mile. Most of the other tracks around here are pretty big. Um, Half miles or better. Yeah, so, you know, when you kind of look at it, you got Williams Grove, Seawinds Grove, Port Royal are kind of your main half-mile tracks. Um, and then Lincoln is your weekly three-eighths mile. So, um, for us, what we were doing is the way, we, the way we're trying to run the program is kind of we have one motor that we really just want to use more so just at Lincoln. And then we'll actually take it to, uh, to BAPS, um, motor speedway yep. whenever they have events, just because that, that tracks, um, similar to the, similar to Lincoln about the same size. So we can get away with that engine there. But, um, the motor that we use at like Williams Grove, Port Royal, Sealands Grove, um, just puts out more power and, you know, it's, a little more of a, of a heavy hitter, I, sh- I should say. Yep. Um, well, you got so, them long straightaways at some of them, you know, they're the hairpin yeah. type corners and the long straightaway you got to be able to pull to get out of there. Yep. Yep. And I mean, um, for <laughs> what we're trying to do with the program, it's not, especially this year, just trying to watch the amount of races we get on engines and, and take care of everything we got and run the, run the stuff that we want. Um, you know, our heavy hitters, at the right time and not yep. wear them out before we get to some big so, Save them for the big money shows, which you can or whatever. Exactly. So it's just a matter of kind of cycling and making sure we're taking care of that. Um, you know, with the way things are right now, too, you can't get parts. Um, 
and you just, you know, if you run into an issue where you tear up a car, you blow a motor, especially a motor, um, you could be sitting a while. So luckily we have, we have, uh, a couple motors, so we're, we're okay right now. Um, but like I said, if anything happens, you can always, you know, get in a pinch pretty quick. So, so that's kind of what we're looking at. And that's kind of what you'll hear, you know, when we say about swapping motors, it's more just to kind of keep everything on the right cycle and also, yep. uh, and make sure we have the right combination for each track. Perfect. Sounds, sounds good. We're going to uh, take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> okay. The Laurel Ridge Barn. It can host corporate events, fundraisers, award ceremonies, family reunions, photography studio time, and always weddings. This barn is absolutely spectacular. If you have not seen it, you have to go to their website, laurelridgebarn.com. Um, you can also call them at 605-951-0867. You can call or text that number. Again, that's 605-951-0867. They are located at 47677 slip up creek road no i didn't make that up it's four seven six seven seven slip up creek road in sioux falls south dakota so if you have a wedding or any of those other things give them a look because i'm telling you this place is amazing okay <laughs> all right gonna try and talk. <clears throat> um what what tracks have y'all been to um well actually me personally, I've been to uh, obviously every track pretty much around um, our central Pennsylvania area. Yeah, uh, you got Williams Grove, Sealands Grove, uh, Port Royal, Lincoln, Baps. Um, some of the tracks we don't necessarily race at very often. Uh, Bedford, uh, I actually got there for my first time last year. Um, last year, also went to Virginia Motor Speedway. They had an all-star event down there. That was a really cool. Uh, really cool facility and then um neat racetrack actually uh actually went to knoxville last year for my my very first time we didn't go to the nationals we actually had gone out for uh the hall of fame weekend i think that was the first weekend of june um but greg hodden was getting inducted in the hall of fame um and we went out for that because greg had actually raced for john trone who i drive for right now in, the, in his 410 sprint car so um so that was a pretty pretty neat um event to be a part of but actually the, the coolest part was just getting to see the history out there um yeah. you know we got to walk through the museum they took us through their um their actual they actually got like a kind of a garage next door they store a bunch of uh cars and stuff at um oh, as they car. rotate them out you could say in the museum Basically. or whatever correct yep yep, yep. So, us, yeah, we'll us locals, back. we don't get in them. We, no, you know, we're only about five hours from Knoxville, so okay, okay. We're yeah, up close to Houston's. If you ever watch Houston's on Dirt Vision on Sunday night, yep, that's we're that's like twenty minutes going. from Houston's, so that's we're up in the corner of Iowa is where we're at. All right, all right, heck yeah. Well, um, I, I, well, between going to Knoxville, I was also out at. Um, uh, I flew out to Minnesota last year uh, for one race. Um, a uh, an owner out there named Pat Donahue. He had a uh, he wanted to run an IRA race at Cedar Lake, yep. um, Wisconsin. 
So I, I actually flew out there. I, that, was, that was actually probably my – that was probably the most fun I've ever had because uh, it actually came up, I think, that Thursday – that Thursday night I talked to Pat, and um, this all came together right then and there about uh, trying to get me out there to race. And um, we were racing Saturday. Well, at the time, uh, you know, we didn't – had no plans for the weekend. We weren't racing around here. And, um, basically we kind of worked it out. I, I flew right out. I think, uh, Friday night I had to schedule my flight. Uh, <laughs> I think Thursday about 10 o'clock at night or, uh, Friday morning. Um, so I left there Friday night from Baltimore and flew out there and, uh, they picked me up. We went back to their shop, made sure I could fit in the seat and stuff. It was, maybe one two in the morning till we actually got back to their house <laughs> up in the morning got things ready and uh we went racing so that was that was probably one of the coolest experiences i've ever had um just to you know go out there and do it and we, we went out raced um ended up finishing fourth out there with them guys and um that night we were at the racetrack till i think two in the morning and my flight was early the early that morning actually at the clock so stayed up and uh they took me to the airport i got to the airport around four and i just sat there till, till I four to go home so it was it was a quick weekend but it was a, it was a hell of a lot of fun had to um, get home to catch up on your sleep at that point didn't even get yeah, to go pretty to much, pretty much. yeah no but that was that was a lot of fun you know and especially going out there not knowing anyone um so you know just the, the hospitality they showed me and um you know to see some see some different people see a different track and you just get the experience it, it was badass uh it was a lot of fun for me something new is in racing is a lot of fun i mean we try to go to a different track every so often too some of the guys where we sit in our garage here some of the brothers they've gone over to cedar lake where they've been there before and yep gone out yep. to the king's royal some of us have and we try to get to knoxville every year and it's mm -hmm. fun to go see something different I mean, you enjoy your local tracks, but it's always fun to see something different, just even how they're run and just the, the overall atmosphere different at every track. Let alone race on them. Yeah. Yeah, we're just sitting in the stands. Yeah, well, you know, the, the biggest thing that I, that I noticed is just the, you know, the difference in, obviously, the people. Um, you know, you go from area to area. Obviously, the racing community is very tight, and uh, we have a, a great group of, just a great community in general. Um, but, you know, you know, I see all of our, our fans in the area all the time, but to, to see new faces and, you know, get to meet different people and, and, and you get out that way. They don't necessarily race at those tracks. Sprint cars don't necessarily race at those tracks every week. Yep. You know, that we're, we're fortunate enough. We race at the same tracks every weekend, you yep. know, out there, that's not the case. So, when these people see sprint cars or this and that, it's, it's kind of a whole new deal to them sometimes. And um, it's just, it's cool to be able to interact with them and, and kind of, you know, also give them some insight and on kind of what's going on and, and just to kind of get a different uh, perspective on things with, with those people. Yeah, because there ain't much more fun things to do than sit and watch sprint cars, really. Oh, hell no. Hell yeah. no. This, this is the best thing you could do. And it's amazing. <laughs> You know, I, I got a push truck. That's what I do. I got an old propane pusher, we call it. It's an old Chevy pickup runs on propane. And okay. I take different people with me a lot. 
and just the, the change when you, you get their facial expressions the first time them sprint cars, them 410s light up at Houston, even for hot laps when you're, you know, 10, 15 feet from the inside berm of the track watching that, altogether different. And this is people that have sat in the stands for years, but it's just altogether different when you get inside. And oh, I can't yeah. imagine what it's like sitting in the seat. <laughs> well, it's it's a little it's a little quicker and a little uh, a little crazier, but it, it's the same speed that you're looking at. So it's but no, it's a I don't know. I've always enjoyed ever since I was in high school. Actually, I, I I'd always tried to get you know some of my buddies to come to the track and stuff because a lot of them had never really been there, um, but they knew about it. So um, you know, it, I always encouraged them to go just to you know get them to see what you know, kind of get an idea of what I do. You know, they just think, you know, hell, you're just turning left and going in circles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Not much involved but, uh, in that, you know. Yeah, but, you know, the funny part was um, about, I think it was about senior year of high school. From about then on, you know, a bunch of them would go to the track and stuff. And, I mean, they were hooked from the first race. I mean, <laughs> I, I see them at the track now, and that's been, I don't know, a good you know, but five years now, six years since, you know, high school. So, um, it, it's just really neat to see that and to see them get that, um, you know, get that itch that, you know, we've, we've had before and we always have. So it's just, uh, it's an addiction really, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And, um, like I said, you got a, a very loyal community. Yeah, it's, it's it's fun to see people when they see things for the first time. We used to race go-karts out with John and Steve Fulkins. They had a little track out their place, and we had the actual racing carts. And a buddy of mine off the softball team one time come out to watch, and he's like, geez, don't seem like you guys are going that fast, you know. And uh-huh. I said, well, here's the helmet. I says, go for it. And <laughs> I bet it was, oh, it could have been seven, eight laps before he got much over half throttle. You know, your butt's. <laughs> You know, two inches off the ground on them go-karts, so 30 miles an hour seems fast. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's just, you know, it's a different perspective of it all. Yeah, exactly. You know, so like yep. I said, I can't imagine, you know, when you gas on a 410. Mm-hmm. You know. oh, and I mean, guys guys call us crazy, but that's no different than, like, how I look at guys who, who race motocross or something. I'm like, there ain't no damn way you're getting on one of them bikes. <laughs> no way. You know? No. Them boys, you know, it's that same deal. It's like you think uh, how crazy it is, but I'm like, you know, I'm. It's easy for me. I'm strapped in, you yeah. know, with a roll cage and you yep. know, nice, nice seat, safety harnesses, and all. Yep. And these guys they're, got the Hans and everything like, on, and <laughs> they got nothing. When nope. they crash, they nope. got a helmet and some pads. Exactly. But, exactly. Uh, let's take a quick break once, and then we'll come back with Chase here in a little bit like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, Side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, They also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane, Inc. You can contact 
them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. All right, we're back here with some more questions with Chase. Um, so what are, what are some of your biggest races so far, whether it's your biggest win or even the biggest event you've been involved in? Um, I'm trying to think here. Um, one of the biggest races I've probably ever run was actually, you know, besides our, our main events we have around the area um, with the National Open yep. and a bunch of the outlaw events. But um, probably the, the biggest race I've ever run was actually the World Finals. Um, and that was actually, that was my first year in a four, four ten uh, with Scott Gobrek. I had, we'd gone down, um, to the world finals that, that season, the end of 15 and, and ran down there. Uh, that was, that was a wild event. Um, you know, I, I had been down there for a number of years, just, just to watch and we camp out and just to be a part of the atmosphere. But, you know, racing, that was, that was a whole different animal. Um, just to be racing with those guys, uh, you know, at that time, you're probably getting 50 to 60 cars down there, which is, it's kind of, it's kind of slacked off a little bit in the, in the more recent years, but you know, it was, it was a hell of an atmosphere to be a part of with the guys you're racing, let alone, that was actually the first time I had been on a track with that much speed. Um, yeah. and it, it was crazy. I remember that <laughs> I was sitting on the, uh, on the grid. I think I was in the, this was, night of qualifying so it had been thursday and we had hot laps and stuff and i was in the second group and first group was out you know just pacing and i the track had been really wet because it had rained i think that day or the day before and i'm just sitting there and they turn the green light on they get rolling them and i watch them going out the back stretch i'm like holy cow they're i mean they're rolling <laughs> rolling and uh you know it was just one of the first i had i hadn't really been to a track to see that speed, um, you know, other than around here, but I mean, that place was wild and I got out there and ran hot laps and it like took my breath away. It was crazy. Uh, but you know, out at that place, you're also, the track's kind of down in. So, you know, the grandstands and everyone's looking down into the track. So just to, just actually pacing around, you feel like a little ant, you know, <laughs> out there as you know, you feel like everyone's towering over you, but, um, it was just the uh, the whole atmosphere and the experience, just racing and um, you know being a part of it, just to see everything. It was it was crazy. Uh, that was probably my first taste of uh, I should say, I guess the big part of sprint car racing. Um, so I'd say that was definitely a um, a big experience for me. Oh, that's awesome. Um, obviously, flow and dirt vision have been amazing for us. I mean, we get to watch, we've watched more races in the last two years, you know, than you have in the previous 10, just because you have access to them all. But what do you think that that has done for sprint car racing in general? I mean, has it helped you with sponsors and things or? Um, you know, I, I honestly, I, I think it's done a huge part in helping with sponsors from, um, just the sport in general, um, you know, with our series as well as our teams, even our local teams. Um, you know, I haven't necessarily, the, the toughest part is I don't necessarily know the numbers. So, you know, if I knew how many people viewed, you know, each race every weekend, yeah. that would be different. But 
it's very nice to be able to go to your sponsors you have or even new sponsors you're trying to get and, you know, show them that, hey, you're pretty much getting, you know, you're getting national coverage. Um, And, you know, anyone from anywhere can watch these. So it it does a great job from from that aspect of things. And I think it's uh, it's definitely been big as far as growing the sport and getting getting uh, the sport out there to, to more people. So I think it's doing its job and, and you know, it's it's there for the right cause. Um, you know, I, I just like I said, I don't know the I guess the financials behind it or, you yeah. know, it'd be nice. Like, I think the biggest thing would be nice to see and know how many people watch weekly from uh, for the teams. So, you know, I'm not sure I could find that information out, but it's not like it's kind of out there to, yeah. to show you. Well, but. there's always one of the three TVs is on in the PA because I like the PA <laughs> races because they get over by us. We're on a good time frame for us to get over. Yeah, anyway, anyway, it's still yeah. early for you. Yeah, That's right. the California swing now with the outlaws, I, I don't see too many of them features that I'm falling asleep before them get over. But Yeah, hell, about 10 o'clock my time, I think it's normally about heat races for that stuff, so I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. going to sleep at that time. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. I, I, try, I usually make it through the heat races out there mm-hmm. and then that's about it so i'm looking i like the tracks out there fun to watch some little short ones but i'm looking forward to them getting back to the midwest and to the east coast yep yep well and actually going but going back to like dirt vision flow everything I, i'll be honest one of the biggest things that i take from from those uh those streaming services is actually being able to watch Kind of what I, you know, go back and replay the races. Oh, sure. And be able to watch and see what I do or I've done, see how the cars, you know, reacting and even watch other guys. Um, and that's uh, that's really what I use it for more than anything. Um, you know, aside from obviously most of the people are just watching the races live. I, I'm actually, I'm going back to, to analyze the races and sure. you don't necessarily, you didn't necessarily have that all the time. Well, um, it's a learning tool for yourself because yeah, you get yeah, way better but, images than having mom or the fiance with the phone up in the stands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, from a, from a driver's standpoint, like I, I for me, I, like, I want to see every angle cause I want to know what I did here, what I'm doing there. Um, you know, what the car is doing, what is doing this situation, things like that. That's, that's what I look at. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, to, to have dirt vision and flow and, and, and that kind of stuff, it, it really allows you to be able to see that kind of stuff that you, you never would anywhere else. So, um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of benefits to it. And, um, you kind of see, I guess, two different perspectives there. Yeah. It's, it's been great for us. I know that. So, um, give you a second here. Um, who are some of your sponsors and what are some of the different ways they support you? You know, give you a little chance to get them guys out there on the air. Okay, well, um, actually, uh, like I said, my car owner at Race for is John Trone. He owns uh, Trone Outdoor Advertising. Um, and uh, some of our main sponsors that we have is actually Battlefield Vodka. Um, they they have a bunch of, actually, it's Old Republic Distillery, but one of their products is Battlefield Vodka that they have in all the state stores around the area. Um, and you can pick any of, the, any of those up uh, if you're in town and, uh, we have Bricker's French Fries. They're very well known in the area. Uh, they have French fry stands at 
all the racetracks or pretty much all the racetracks and uh, you'll see them in you know the central pa area a lot um and then i'm just kind of go through here uh we got glenville station pub and grub it just came on this year uh cheryl's beauty bar lnm tire and wheel karma industrial stevie Carr. stevie's been a a major part of my career um he's he's been helping me for a number of years and continues to um propel me when he can so i really appreciate him staying on board with me uh rack daddy's hunting and fishing um horse shocks um doug barnes drywall hoover fitness max stack um cupcakes by jen we have all kinds of people on on this team that have uh helped for a number of years and also just coming on board this this season um and you know sponsors are sponsors are key so to have that support um you know from season to season is huge uh especially with the the cost of things going up uh between fuel tires things like that um a lot of our main expenses have, have definitely gone up here in the last year uh, so nothing's getting cheaper no no and, and probably never will this is how it is but you know we to have those people that are willing to support us and um you know keep us going we, we can't thank them enough um and you know for us we I, I we obviously advertise in the car things like that i do a lot um with our social media pages to get them involved um you know do some videos with uh with our sponsors and you know, just give them some shout outs um when i can so um a lot we can do with them and we appreciate all of them that uh stay on board with us and, and push us through the season and you know we're always looking for more help and when uh, you know we get to different events and just work through the year yeah that's great well maybe we'll have to get falcons to pick us up a bottle of that bat was a battlefield vodka we can yep, set it on the bar fun. next to our methanol moonshine that we bought from wade a while back <laughs> well i tell you what some of my my favorite drink from old republic is actually their uh apple pie moonshine we have we have a bottle. Actually, I got a bottle in my fridge, and we got a bottle at the race shop. So, that's some <laughs> stuff. so, so when you when you get some of that vodka, make sure you get one of them apple pie moonshines. Let me tell you, it's good stuff there. Yeah, apple we'll, pie moonshine. We'll we'll put an order in the next time he heads out that way. All right, good so, deal. Um, just another random question. Um, yep. You know, we watch the races and whatnot, and you different things on media. What makes the PA fans so passionate about the thing is it is it just because it's been around out there for so long or you know i think a lot of it's because it's like a it's like a territorial thing um you know pennsylvania you know we can run 100 races in the area easily throughout a season. oh yeah um and well the tracks are so close too you know you can it ain't yeah. you know they're right but, there it's just like it's part of the culture, I guess. Um, you know, you got, yeah, like you said, all the tracks are in a, in a close vicinity. And, um, you know, all the people go to those racetracks. And it's just, uh, you know, we, we want to, we got we got some very good competition just in the area. And we put on some good races around here. Oh, but yeah. then when the outsiders come in, we're, we're ready to. Uh, yeah, you always got the PA posses there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> our our I guess us as the posse, we haven't done too uh, too great of a job the last couple of years when these outsiders come in. But we're uh, we got a lot, a lot of young guys that we're you know trying to obviously grow and, and uh, you know get better and better. And I think we're getting there, so we'll be able to uh, 
I think, knock these guys off here more and more as the years go by. But I think it's just a matter of the culture and everyone, a, a lot of passion about sprint car racing in the area. And we just simply love what we're doing and we want to, we want to show it. Well, that's good. It's great to have it because that's what keeps the tracks going too, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so one more question here for you, and if you got anything you want to add after that, that's great too. But um, mm-hmm. what are your plans for this year? You know, are you going to travel outside the area at all with the car owner? And then, say in the future, do you have any big dreams for the future? Well, I mean, uh, as far as this year goes, we will be uh, definitely running weekly Friday and Saturday around this area, pretty much hitting all the local races. Uh, we would like to kind of venture out a little bit if we can, depending on – how things are going with the team, um, you know, as far as motors, cars, whatever it may be. But uh, we did talk about maybe going to a few all-star swings that are nearby. I know New- they have a New York swing that's like a three-race weekend um, in the middle of the year that we might think about doing. But it's got to make sense, uh, obviously, with the economy and things like that. We'll see what we can do. Um, but for the most part, we'll, we'll definitely be in the area running everything around here. Um, and then uh, – you know, as far as my main goals, um, you know, other than trying to win races, um, you know, my my ultimate goal has always been to get on the World of Outlaw Tour and, um, you know, race with them guys, try and be one of the best. So uh, that's what I work towards every day, and um, one of these days I'm going to get there. That's awesome. So, well, we're going to take one more break, and then we're going to come back with just eight, ten rapid-fire questions that are simple and easy as long as you got time for us yet. Yep, we're good. All right, we'll be back in just a little bit then. The Laurel Ridge Barn. It can host corporate events, fundraisers, award ceremonies, family reunions, photography studio time, and always weddings. This barn is absolutely spectacular. If you have not seen it, you have to go to their website, laurelridgebarn.com. Um... You can also call them at 605-951-0867. You can call or text that number. Again, that's 605-951-0867. They are located at 47677 Slip Up Creek Road. No, I didn't make that up. It's 47677 Slip Up Creek Road in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So if you have a wedding or any of those other things, give them a look because I'm telling you, this place is amazing. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage with our rapid-fire questions here to finish out this segment. Um, what kind of car do you drive for a personal ride or pickup or whatever? Uh, a, a 2011 Chevy Cruze. <laughs> well, that works. You need that yeah. right now for the mileage. Yeah, yeah, I can actually say it's a good it's a good choice right now. Okay, well then our next question, I'm going to assume if there is an answer to it, took place in a different car, but what's the fastest you've ever driven a car on the highway? Oh, hell. Uh, I actually, I don't know that I've ever even hit 100 mile an hour on the, uh, on the highway, so I'd say probably about 95 maybe. Well, that's one of our lower answers for a sprint car driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think that I don't think my cruise can hit that either. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's probably in a different car. <clears throat> yep, yep. Um, favorite flavor of ice cream? Um, 
I don't know. It just has to have Reese's peanut butter cup in it. So I'd say like peanut butter ripple or uh, I don't know whatever whatever has peanut butter in it. That works. Um, favorite place to go out and eat at? Uh, well, Glenville Pub and Grub. Oh, that sounds like my kind of. I bet they got good burgers or something, don't they? I tell you what, they do. I actually just have one today. <laughs> <laughs> Best Christmas present you ever received. You can pass on any of these if you want to. Don't want you to get in trouble, you know, with the fiance or anything that you forgot a Christmas present. I might have to pass on that one because I'm <laughs> I'm not probably going to remember. Uh, I know I know we've had some good ones, but I can't really remember too well, many. That's I couldn't tell you the last one I got. Probably, and don't, <laughs> hopefully, my wife don't listen to this right away. That might be a guy thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Cats or dogs? What's your favorite? Dogs, dogs. I got two of them. Oh boy! Um, how many speeding tickets have you gotten over the years? Zero. I'm gonna have to knock on wood. Wow! <laughs> oh, that's impressive. He does drive a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I told you. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm safe. Okay. Then besides the burger at the Pub and Grub, what's your favorite meal? Your go-to meal? Um. Well, my go-to is spaghetti. That works. Nice and easy. Yep. Um, put you on the spot here just a little bit. We're going to ask you for the best track in America, so you might have to pick from one of yours out there or wherever you want, but what do you think is the best track? Oh, hell. i tell you what, from a facility, I'm going to say Knoxville. That works. We'll call that. We can almost <laughs> call that one of our local tracks, but not quite. Yep. But. We like that answer. <laughs> anyway, well, that's all we got, Chase. You got anything else you got for us? No, nope. All good. All good. I just uh, appreciate you guys for for having me on, and you know, looking forward to hearing more about you guys and, and getting you uh, getting you promoted a little bit. Uh, that'll be great for us. We'll get a few more PA guys on here too. We're enjoying them so far. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you you'll have plenty of people to talk to from this area. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, that'll work because we're supposed to go out there sometime. Who's he recommend? Oh, who hey, you well, recommend and we get a hold out. of? Yeah, well, when you guys come out, like I said, I'll well, I'll make sure you get a bottle of apple pie, pie moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be perfect. I'll, I'll make sure that and get you some t-shirts and stuff. Uh, but I definitely want to definitely want to meet you guys face to face and get you guys out here. So that'd be a pretty cool to see. No, that'll be fun. We'll have to try and make a trip out there. Yep. Well, you just let us know. All right. We'll do that. <clears throat> Thanks a lot, Chase. Thanks a lot. Best of luck on your season, and we'll be watching. So take care. Thank you very much. Take it easy, guys. Yep. Bye-bye. I'd like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks, it doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott 
in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. All right. Well, that's it for another episode of Hoagie's Garage Talking Dirt. Chase was great. Oh, I thought he did an excellent job. Super nice kid. Wish him the best of luck this year. And heck, he's going to take us out there. If we get out there sometime, we're getting t-shirts and moonshine. It can't be all bad. Let's go. What are <laughs> we waiting for? I don't know. Stay we'll get some, Yeah, we can stay out at Steve and John's place, get arranged with them. I think we're going to have to make it happen. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait till summer. Well, yeah. <laughs> be better, I suppose. You'd be out of school. Yeah. Either way, i got to take vacation. So, but yeah. Anyways, that's it for tonight, folks. Hope you didn't drag you too nuts listening to me more than Bud. So... Until next time, take care and enjoy the rest of the week.